Good morning, Big Ten fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Big Ten Morning Minutes. I'm your host, Michael Chen. Give me a follow on Twitter at Mike F. Chen. It is Tuesday, February 11th, 2020. And yesterday, it's another rough go for the coaching search of Michigan State. As I said yesterday, that it was looking bad for Michigan State and Luke Fickle. And it came out yesterday officially that Luke Fickle not going to take the job. He's going to stay with Cincinnati, so they will move on. It has been very, very difficult right now for Michigan State. Who knows where they'll turn at this point in time. If I had to guess, I'm going with Mike Trussell. I think he's the easiest way to bridge the gap, especially with what you're kind of looking at at the school because guess what it's not looking good they've been turned down multiple times apparently the reason why fickle turned them down is campus culture they are going hard after brett bielema right now Eh, i'm okay with bielema Uh, i don't think he's the best choice but for me I don't think Bielema says yes I think there's a lot of things going on at Michigan State that are bad Uh, I just don't feel as if they're going to get that high level coach it is not a quick fix it's going to take multiple years for whatever coach takes over the program to fix it I don't think that they're going to get one of their top targets because I think they've pretty much gone through a a lot of their top targets and they haven't gotten any of them. And I, for one, I wouldn't say I'm like super surprised at this, but it's just, it tells you what the rest of the coaching world thinks of the job at Michigan State. Look at who turned them down. It's pretty easy. Multiple coaches have turned them down. It's just, uh, it's just rough. It's just rough for Michigan State fans because, you know, that at one point in time in the not too distant past, they were considered an up and coming place to go not an elite elite school but on that cusp right there and this this is just it's concerning if i'm if i'm michigan state because you've you've gone after some high profile guys and they've all said no they've all said no all of them it's just it's nuts it's just, <laughs> it's crazy. You know, Fickle, Matt Campbell, uh, you, you've got Mel Tucker, a former Ohio State guy. you got Pat Narduzzi, former Wisconsin guy. Uh, Robert Saleh from the NFL, the D.C. for the 49ers. No. Man, it's, uh, it's getting crazy. I, I, there's a lot of talk about Bielema at the current moment 
and I get it, but uh, Mike Stoops is also, uh, I'm sorry, Mark Stoops, his name is also kind of getting tossed around. I, I think they ultimately settle on Mike Tressel. I really do, because at this point in time, I just, I can't see a, a bigger time coach, you know, someone who's got a little bit more clout saying, all right, I'm going to take this job up. I'm going to have to struggle for the next two, three, four years. I just can't see that. So uh, this is this is not going the way Michigan State would have liked it to go. I think that this is dragging on longer than they would have liked as well. And it's just uh, it's it's a it's a messy situation in East Lansing right now. All right, that was really the main news coming out yesterday. Not much else going on. Uh, we'll start off with a couple of mock drafts. A lot of them were dropped yesterday. We'll start off with Ryan Wilson. His mock draft had a couple of Big Ten players, and they're your normal names. They had Chase Young at two. You had Jeff Okuda not at the Detroit, going to Detroit at three. He's one of the very few people right now who don't have that He's got him at 7, going to Carolina. Tristan Wirfs is 14th, going to Tampa Bay at 21. He's got A.J. Epinesa going to Philadelphia. And Zach Bond going 24. This is as high as I've seen Bond, Wisconsin, the former Wisconsin linebacker, going 24 to New Orleans. It's pretty high for Bond. So that's pretty solid there. Uh, you're looking at draft expert John Layard. He did a mock, a two-round mock. He's got Chase Young at 2 going to Washington. Detroit taking Jeff Okuda at 3 at 10. He's got Tristan Wirfs going to Cleveland. 16, Atlanta taking Michigan linebacker Josh Uche, uh, the, the linebacker edge player. Uh, this is the first time that you know I've really seen him going that high. I saw some buzz by like you know some, some guys who aren't as like highly qualified, but so the first time I've seen him get get up there and over a couple of other Big Ten players in AJ Panessa and Itor Gross Matos. I think that is more interesting than anything. I believe Uche will get drafted. But for him to go in front of those guys, that's pretty interesting. Buffalo would select according to Layard A.J. Epinesa at 22. You have Zach Bond going to Green Bay at 30. And then we're moving on to round two. The first pick of round two, Cincinnati would select Jonah Jackson from Ohio State, the former Rutgers transfer as well. So uh, a nice little coup for two teams there. It's always curious to me who the transfer, when he gets drafted, ultimately associates himself with. Is Jackson going to associate himself with Rutgers? He spent the majority of his career there. You only at one year at Ohio State. So it'll be interesting to see whose name he calls when he gets selected. Uh, clearly, it's going to say Ohio State now, but, you know, if he makes it and becomes a starter in the NFL, you know, it's going to be curious to me as to what name he says, you know, during the starting lineups when they announce him. So that'll be interesting to see. At 35, Detroit would take K.J. Hamler, 36, the Giants would take Itor Gross Matos, 39, Miami, Ohio State's Damon Arnett, 
At 43, you have Antoine Winfield Jr. being selected by the Chicago Bears. 56, the Dolphins would select running back Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. 62, there is Donovan's Peoples-Jones being selected by Baltimore. And then at 63, you've got Kansas City picking Michigan interior offensive lineman Cesar Ruiz. So you're seeing a lot of Big Ten stars who declared early are getting their names called in John Layard's mock draft. Our Ed, Eric Edholm, a friend of the show, he dropped a two-round mock as well yesterday. Chase Young, Jeff Okuda going to Washington and Detroit, respectively. Like I said, uh, Ryan Wilson didn't have that, and it's very odd to see that that's not the case because almost every other mock that you see has it. At 11, he's got Tristan Wirfs going to the Jets, AJ Panessa at 16 to Atlanta, Buffalo at 22, Itor Gross Matos. This is out of one of three, him making a first rounder. Uh, Zach Bond at 29 going to Baltimore. I'm sorry, 28. And then at 29, here's Josh Uche again for Michigan. So it looks like Uche uh, making your moves here clearly and then in round two the chargers would select caesar ruiz at 37 miami's taking jk dobbins at 39 you've got k i'm sorry antoine winfield jr at 41 going to cleveland 43 the bears would select a non uh Big tenor and Cole Command. I just that's interesting to me. I'm in Chicago. Uh, I just thought that that was something that you know they took Winfield. Layard has them going with Winfield, which I don't think they really need safety help. I, I think that tight end makes sense, and Komet is one of them. Uh, I'd rather see Bryson Hopkins in this spot for the Bears. I think Hopkins is a little better player than Komet, but it, it is what it is. Uh, they do need some tight end help at 47. Atlanta would select Damon Arnett, the Ohio State corner, uh, defensive back. At 52, the Rams would select another Buckeye in linebacker, Malik Harrison. At 57, Jonathan Taylor's name would get called, going to the Texans, and then rounding out the first two rounds. At 64, Seattle would select K.J. Hamler. So I like where things are going there on that side for a lot of the Big Ten stars. You're seeing a lot of their names being called. So I think that's a pretty big positive for the majority of schools. So uh, pretty happy with kind of what you're looking at on that side. All right, the Big Ten yesterday came out with their weekly awards on the hardwood. And, you know, it is really something that kind of when you look at things, you're like, oh, yeah, this is uh, – this week was a little bit different. These names, they're, they're names that you've heard before, but there's names they're not names that you continue to call a lot. Lamar Stevens was absolutely fantastic this week. Two wins for Penn State. He had a team-high 24 and then a career-high 33. It was quite a week, averaging almost 30 points for the week, 27.8. Seven boards. Yeah, uh, Lamar Stevens, uh, he's really carried the team, turned the team around, and uh, I think that they're definitely looking up. And then the freshman of the week, which, I, like I said, I've said previously, you probably could 
rename it the Kofi Coburn Award. It didn't go to Kofi Coburn. It went to Indiana's Trace Jackson Davis. Uh, he had a good run. However, Indiana didn't win. Uh, and usually they, they kind of, you know, the Big Ten kind of favors the winners a little bit more in these. But you know, Trace Jackson Davis still getting some recognition, still getting that love from the conference. And uh, like I said, although I, I don't think that it was, you know, a huge deal for this. Uh, I think that, you know, it's nice to see somebody else's name aside from uh, Kofi Coburn going up there. There were no games slated yesterday. There are a couple games slated tonight. You've got Penn State going to Purdue. You've got Nebraska taking on Maryland. And then you've got Michigan taking on Illinois. And here's the key with that Michigan and Illinois game, Michigan State and Illinois game. Michigan State is no longer ranked. There's only one team in that game that is ranked, and that is the Fighting Illini. They are ranked 22nd in the AP, 23rd in the coaches, although Michigan State is ranked 25th in the coaches. That's 11 spots that they dropped. They're right in the outside of the AP, so they're 26, but pretty interesting to see that two of the three Big Ten teams that at one point in time were ranked in the top five are not in the top 25 right now. The Buckeyes, at one point in time, rose as high as two. Michigan State at one point, I believe they were the number one overall team in the country. Yeah, it's a weird-ass Big Ten basketball season this year. Very, very odd. Just crazy. The highest-ranked Big Ten team is Maryland. They are ranked ninth in both the AP and the coaches. You've got Penn State at 13. I thought they would make that kind of jump. Uh, I mentioned that yesterday. That was the team that I thought would make that jump after the week that they had, and clearly Lamar Stevens getting recognized by the conference. Yeah, two wins over two ranked teams. I think that's right. Uh, uh, again, a little bit surprised at Illinois not being as high ranked after their little run. They won seven in a row, beating couple-ranked teams. But they're still in the top 25. And then you've got Iowa. There's a mixed bag with Iowa. AP's got them at 21. Coaches got them at 17. I think Iowa's really good. Luka Garza is probably the Big Ten player of the year. So that'll be interesting. Interesting to see what happens at the end of the year with that. But I think he is, you know, I think he's a – all-American first-teamer. Uh, I'm not sure if he wins the Wooden Award. I haven't really quite looked at some of the guys across the country. Uh, Tobin from Dayton is one hell of a player. Uh, you know, I haven't seen much basketball outside the Big Ten, so I really can't speak too much on that. But um, I think that he's definitely in the running. If you look at his stats, if you look at what he's done, what the Iowa team as a whole has done as well, yeah, I would say that he's definitely in the running uh, for the win. Like I said, I'm not sure if he'd win it or not, but I do think that he places himself on multiple first-team All-American lists, and he is my front-runner for Big Ten Player of the Year. And that's going to do it for me this morning on your Big Ten Morning Minutes. I appreciate the listen. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Mike F. Chen. Go ahead and follow the show site as well, at Big Ten MM. Rate us, review us, and share us on all of your listening platforms. Have a great Tuesday, Big Ten fans. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning.